Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking about your summer money checklist. In case you guys didn't know, summer has officially arrived. It is hotter than you know what here in Los Angeles. We are not used to this kind of heat. Um, I think it was like 111 or 115 degrees here today. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous, disgusting. So hopefully wherever you are, it is so much cooler and you are relaxing and enjoying your air conditioner because mine just doesn't seem to be doing the job today. All right. So I want to talk about our summer money checklist because again, We're rolling into summer. Some of you are going to take vacations and trips. And, you know, the summer is just this great time to kind of regroup, um, you know, and tweak some things that maybe are working but not working as well as you would like. 
And also just to remind you of some of the money things that you should be doing, because I know if you're anything like me, you have so many different things on your to-do list that sometimes the money stuff kind of falls to the bottom. And then you get through the week, you get to the weekend, you're like, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that stuff. I'll just put it off till next week. And next week becomes the next week. And before you know it, you know, you just haven't done any of this stuff. So hopefully this podcast serves as a great reminder to you of some things to do for the summer. Number one is ask for help. Now I am launching a summer money webinar series. I'm going to do four different webinars throughout the summer. They're all free and I'm going to bring just a ton of extra content that I can't bring on the podcast. They're going to be an hour long. They're going to be held on Thursdays at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And if you can't catch one of the webinars, that's totally cool. I'm going to send out a replay. So if you register for the webinars, you'll get all of the replays and all of the workshop worksheets and templates and all the good information that um, I am going to include. So let me just give you the dates. Uh, June 30th, our first one is going to be about smart money moves. So this is a laundry list of the things that you should be doing right now at your age, right? July 21st, we're talking so you want to buy a house. I'm going to give you all the information that I can in an hour about how to prepare to buy a house, what you need to think about, what does it mean to be pre-qualified, what comes first, all of that good information, and to figure out, like, can you actually afford to buy a house? August 4th, we are talking rookie budget mistakes to avoid all of the budget mistakes that you should try to avoid or try to fix um, and what to do if your budget breaks down. And then on August 25th, we are doing a debt detox. So we are going to talk about which debts to pay off, what order to pay off, how to tackle student loans, how to tackle credit card debt, all of that nonsense. We're going to do a entire debt detox. All right. So to register, here's what you need to do. Get out your phone and text the words summer money, all one word, summer money to 44222, all right? Summer money to 44222. If you can't remember that, head on over to the yourmillennialmoney.com site. Um, They will be under the topic section is podcast, and there will be a listing of this podcast with information for how you can register again, all right? So Ask for help. This is an awesome chance to learn from me. Um, I'm a CFP, and I normally would charge people money for this advice and information, and I'm going to delve it out free for you guys over the summer for our summer money series. All right, number two, up it by 1%. What am I talking about? Your lifestyle piggy bank, if you're saving in your 401k or your IRA or your Roth or whatever you're saving, I want you to bump up the percentage by 1% this summer. I guarantee you're not even going to feel that difference in your paycheck, all right? But what's going to happen is even just 1% extra is going to really start supercharging your lifestyle savings. Remember, retirement is kind of a word of the past, right? We're saving for the life that we want to live. We're saving for that moment where we want to stop working or change careers or, you know, we want to run off to Europe and buy, you know, I don't know, Italian villa, whatever you want to do. That's what you're saving for in your lifestyle piggy bank. And if you have not opened a Roth 401k or an IRA, 
open it now. All right, open it now. Now is your time to do it. All right, number three, get your credit score in check. So if you have not checked your credit score this year, I want you to go ahead and do that. There's a couple of um, places that you can use to check your credit. One of my favorites is Credit Karma. They have a free, 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 free um, app and online system that you can sign up for. You can look at your credit reports. You can look at your credit score. And the important thing is, is you're not just only concerned about the score. Remember, we're aiming for a score of 740 plus. That is like our A plus superstar range. If you have a score that's lower than that, that's totally cool, right? The important thing is to figure out why is your credit score the number that it is. So when you get your credit report, what the heck are you looking for? Well, the first section on your credit report is going to be any negative items that are impacting your credit score. Maybe you paid something late. Maybe you had something go to collections. Whatever it may be, those are going to be listed first. Those are the items that are really affecting your credit score, and those are the things that you want to tackle. So if you don't have anything there, you want to look down the good section uh, with the good account, and you want to just make sure all of those are yours, all right? Make sure all the account numbers match and there isn't anything weird going on there. And those are the types of things that you really want to look for in your credit report, and that is what is going to drive your credit score. Obviously, if you don't have a lot of credit items listed, you might have a lower credit score, and that's just because it's kind of this kooky thing where you need credit to get credit. So the more credit score, more credit, I should say, you have, the chances, better off chances you are of having a better credit score. And remember, there's a key number called your utilization rate, and what you're trying to do is keep at least 30% of an available balance on every single piece of credit you have to keep this utilization score really high. And that's the number one factor that's influencing your credit score. So if you do that and you pay all your bills on time, you're going to be able to really boost up your credit score. Okay, next, find the free. Now, this is something that people overlook all the time, but I live in LA, you may live in a small city, but no matter what city you live in, uh, what country you live in, there are free things to do. There are free concerts in the summer, there are free museum days, um, there's tons of free community events, and I want you to seek those out in your community. Find the days, find the times, find when they're at, go do those things rather than spending, you know, 100 bucks at some like subpar concert one night, like go to something free and invite your friends and have a good time. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them. But vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. 
They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, next, check your cards. If you didn't listen to the last podcast on do you need a credit card, um, take a listen to that podcast because I run over a lot of information about credit cards, but... What's really important is that you know what is the interest rate on all your credit cards, all right? And also, what are your credit cards doing for you? What kind of reward, cashback, anything are your credit cards giving you, right? Because that's worth money to you. And you want to figure out, like, which cards are really working for me and which cards aren't. And also, if you have debt on your credit cards, if you have a good enough credit score, you can apply for 0% balance transfer offers. Those are going to be like gold for you, right? Because what that allows you to do is transfer that balance and really set up like a payment schedule and pay that thing off fast, right? 0% is awesome. The closest you can get to 0% also works. So maybe you can't get zero, but maybe you can get like, I don't know, 1.7%. I've seen all sorts of wacky things out there. The goal is just to get it as low as possible, all right? And remember, use your credit card like a debit card. What I mean by that 
is charge all the things that you buy in a month on your credit card, right? So you're getting your points and your cash back and all those goodies. But this is money that you would normally have, you know, in your checking account available that you would be using your debit card for. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that cash and you're going to pay off your credit card when the bill comes due, okay? So that way, interest rate doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, right? Okay, next, negotiate one bill. Now, I know I actually haven't done a negotiation podcast for quite some time, but I feel really compelled. (laughs) Um, I just renegotiated uh, my cable bill and my internet bill and my cell phone bill, and I just saved combined another $50 a month in all of those. Well, $50 a month may not sound like a lot to you, but $50 a month times 12 months times however many years is a lot of money, right? And my philosophy is like, who wouldn't want to have 50 extra dollars or like five extra dollars, right? I'm always happy like when I reach in a pair of jeans, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like a $1 bill in there. I feel like it's like the best day ever. And it's it's ridiculous. It's like $1. What am I going to buy with $1, right? So you should have kind of that same philosophy um, when thinking about negotiation and not the like, everybody gets in this like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm so freaked out. I don't know how to do it. It's really simple. And the first time you do it, you might feel a little weird or awkward. That's that's totally fine. The person on the other end doesn't need to know that this is your first time negotiating. But like I call up my uh, internet company, you know, and I say, I really like you guys. However, um, I got an offer from another uh, internet company and I'm thinking of switching. Is there any better offer that you can give me, you know, to stay with my current company? Because I'd really like to stay with you guys. And then I shut up and I let them come back. And sometimes it takes a couple times. They give me an offer and I go, well, you know, I just don't know if that's, if that's good enough. You know, is there anything more you can do? And so I push them a little bit. And, you know, after you do this a few times, you get kind of a good gauge of like, okay, I've pushed them like too far. (laughs) Um, And that's all they're going to do. But it's just like when you go in to buy a car, right? Like you don't pay whatever that number says on the sticker, you just try to get it as low as possible. And it may take like a few go arounds. It's the same thing with, you know, negotiating your rent deposit, negotiating your rent, negotiating your cell phone or your cable or your internet, any of those things. Any amount of money that you can save, take that money and throw it right into your savings account, all right? Don't even pretend like you have that. Just have it go directly into your savings account. Okay, next is the budget pledge. I know that I hammer on and on and on about your budget, but it is so critically important and it is the gateway to everything. It is the gateway to knowing which debt to pay off first. It is the gateway to uh, traveling more. It's the gateway to saving money. It's the gateway to everything that you want to achieve, buying a house, starting a family, um, buying a new car, you name it. It all flows through your budget. I have a free course um, that you can take. It's my introductory budget course. And in July, I'm launching my, um, paid course called master your budget in 30 days. And I'm just bringing everything that I would sit down with a client who was paying me a lot of money. And, um, I'm bringing all of my tips and all of my tricks. So I'm going to give you more information about where to find out about that course in just a few days. But 
whether it's through me, whether it's through my course or a free course, or whether it's just you spending time like really learning how to budget, I want you to just make this pledge because what you're going to find out is once you get this down pat, it literally is going to be, it, it's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It doesn't suddenly mean like you're going to have all this extra money, but it's going to freaking empower you. It's going to empower you to make positive changes. It's going to empower you to know what is going on with your money and to really start being able to like attack those goals that you have on the list. Okay, next is your money system. What I want you to do, if you don't do this already, come up with one day of the week. Pick one day. I don't care what day it is, all right? Pick a 15 to 20 minute block. That's it. It may even take you less than that. That's the time I want you to dedicate that you're going to have a date with your money. Pour yourself like a glass of wine or a margarita or whatever it is. If you don't drink, you know, grab a Sprite. I don't care, whatever it is. Be relaxed, but have this appointment with yourself every single week, all right? You're going to go over your spending. You're going to go over your budget. You're going to go over your goals. You're going to go over the things that are coming up, right? So then there's not as many like surprises or like, oh crap moments because you are in control of your money. It's not dragging you around, right? You are choosing how to attack certain things. Um, Also, you need to figure out, you know, does DIY budget work for you or do you need an app? Do you need wine app? Do you need something to help you? Um, And then I want you to create your money box. And what I want you to have in your money box is copies of everything, copies of your life insurance, copies of um, your 401k paperwork, copies of your rental agreement or your mortgage. Um, I want you to have a copy of the title on your car. Everything I want you to have, or the originals, originals work too, in this money box. Now what I do is I have a uh, like fireproof safe that I got. You can get one at Staples or Office Depot for not much money. And you put everything in there. And the point is, then you're able to find that stuff when you need it. Versus like having to like hunt and pack around the house, you've got everything in one spot. Um, you could put your passports in there if you want. You could put like extra checks in there. Um, you could put a little envelope for receipts if you're saving some of those for business purposes. But the most important thing is that you got copies of all of these really important documents in one safe location. And then it's also really important that you hide that safe, but that you remember where you hide it. Hit it. Hit it. That's the word. Um, I was thinking about a story um, of a client who hid his uh, money box and um, then he couldn't find it. <clears throat> and that's not the situation you want to get into. So just make sure you remember where you put the thing. Uh, next, I want you to review any beneficiaries. So if you made beneficiaries on your 401k or your IRA or your Roth or life insurance, Um, or you have a will, anything like that, I want you to just make sure that the beneficiaries that you have listed are who you want, all right? So a couple rules of thumb. Number one, uh, this is a Shauna rule. It's just a no-no to put somebody that you're dating that you're not in a really serious relationship with as a beneficiary because you're going to forget to change it, and then if something happens to you, I don't know, maybe you don't want the money going to them, (laughs) Um, so just, you know, name a family member or something like that. Um, 
Number two, don't leave life insurance or uh, retirement benefits to kids under 18. I don't know how many of you actually have uh, kids. I know a lot of you are starting families, but don't name them as the beneficiary. Set up a trust, name the trust as the beneficiary, and then the trust is going to dictate what happens with that money, all right? So those are just a couple rules, but you want to make sure that you um, look at that and that you look at that often and just make sure that's that would go to the right person. I know that's something we don't like to think about, but it's super, super important. Okay, lastly, I want you to create a weekly challenge to up your ER fund. Now, if you don't have three to six months of take-home pay for expenses saved in your emergency fund, I want you to um, bump this one up to the top of the list. I want you to set a goal. What is your goal going to be this week that you're going to save to put away in your emergency fund or to start your emergency fund? Again, it doesn't have to be a ton of money, just something. But the trick in doing this is I want you to identify one habit that you can walk away from. So if your weakness is that you got to go to Starbucks every single morning, eliminate that. Eliminate that for the summer, all right, or at least for a month. Put all that money that you would be paying to Starbucks in your emergency fund savings account. Or maybe you have eat lunch out every day. Maybe you don't have to come back every single day, but maybe, I don't know, two days or three days, something, you know, make the food at home and put that extra savings in. Anything that you can do, I want you to just eliminate one thing, not 10 things, just one thing where you can really simplify And, you know, begin to see how you can do this, like how you can start saving this money. Because so many people are always like, I don't, I can't figure out how to save money. I can't figure it out. This is how you do it. You just start in one little area, right? And what you begin to see is like, oh, after a month, I've saved $100 or $150, whatever that amount is. Like, all right, if I could do it that month, I can keep doing this. And then the money starts multiplying. See how that works? All right, guys. Remember, sign up for the Summer Money webinar series. It's free. It's a ton of content, a ton of information, and your chance to ask questions real-time live with me about all of these awesome subjects. Uh, Text Summer Money, all one word, to 44222 and get signed up. And as always, follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.